0: Is it true that only a fifth of the Jewish nation left Mitzrayim during its Mitzrayim? That's what Rashi says. Is it true? That's what Rashi says. How am I entitled to an opinion? When Rashi says the chamushim allu b'nei Mitzrayim, there's a number of interpretations, and one of them means that one fifth, twenty percent of the Jewish people left Egypt. It's very, very disturbing. It's very, very unnerving. And you know, Mestameh, that it says in Sforim, that when you say to the Roshah, the Ben Roshah, by the Seder, shom loy nigel, what you're telling him is, if you had been in Mitzayim, you would have been part of the 80% that didn't leave. But when Mashiach comes, no, one, no Jew will be left behind. You're going to come out of Golas, and if you're going to come out of Golas, you're not just going to buy a, a geographic, come out of Golas, you're going to become Uyzer you ask me a question, which doesn't really take any time to answer. So I'll share with you a word, which is also very poignant, very powerful. There was a very, very great tzaddik whose name was Abadaleh Belzer, Abadalekhech of Belz, the holy Belzer Rebbe, who the Rebbe spoke about with such reverence, with such adulation. The Belzerov survived the Holocaust. They came to Eretz in the beginning of 1954. Yes, Shvat, Shvat. He was in hiding in Hungary. He was he was living in Galicia originally. When the war started, he came to Hungary. Hungary was occupied by the Nazis only um, in '44. And after the Nazis occupied Hungary, the Belzerov left. I think that's what it was. After the Nazis, when the Hungarians changed sides, and the Nazis occupied Hungary, the left and the Nazis are looking for him. And he, had to cross, he went through Turkey and he came to Tisrael. Turkey, Syria, Tisrael. So I heard from somebody that his first Shabbos, in Tisrael, was near Shalayim. He was an incredibly great tzaddik. He was a Isheruch, the There was nothing worldly about him. He was a giant. So that first Shabbos, when he arrived in Nei Tisrael, he said a teireh. He said a short little teireh. What was the teireh that he said? That, uh, now you have to sing Israel. How could you sing Shira? Six million Jews were killed. At that time, it was six million Jews being killed. So he said, this is the lesson you learn from Kriyat Yamsev. The Jewish people came out of Mitzrayim. And eight out of ten were left behind. Four out of five were left behind. And they came to the Yamsuf and they survived, and the 20% they survived sank. So the Belzirav made the point that when you go through incredible hardships and you survive, that's when you sing. In other words, he explained that the singing of Yoshe was not this free, uh, overflowing expression of uncontained joy. It was incredibly bittersweet because they didn't lost so much. But now you sing. And you sing as a thanksgiving to the Ebishter for your survival. And you sing as in a sin as koyach for the life that you're going to have going forward. Right? The Jewish people are amazing survivors, as we've proven in the last century. And the reason we survive is because we don't look back. Because we look forward. Because we sing. We sing. You come out of a Holocaust. And you sing. And this is a very unusual spin on Oz Yoshez From a very, very famous tzaddik who not only said the vort, but he said the shira after he himself Survived the Nazis. The Rebbe also discusses this, and he actually brings opinions that it was not 20% that went out, but 2% or a half a percent. In other words, many, many died. And the Rebbe says that the lesson has to be that if you survived, you shouldn't see yourself as a survivor, one that of many. You should see yourself as the future. And whatever you are, you make yourself responsible for the future and you move forward. In other words, you stop looking at yourself as a percentage and you start seeing yourself as the whole thing. And this allows you to proceed and to go forward and to go into that yourself and build a base on and self to bring with Shaykh. Okay.